What's up, movie viewers? Dino Mode Views and Reviews here. Once again, asking, what are you watching? Well, today I am watching American Refugee, starring Erica Alexander, Derek Luke, and Sam Trammell. This movie was directed by Ali Leroy and written by Nicholas and Allison Buckmelter. Let me just start off by saying this movie caught my attention because some of the events that we are in the midst of experiencing today, it reminded me of the pandemonium of the January 6th insurrection in our nation's capital and because it causes one to wonder, what if this actually happened? What would you do? How would you respond? Because it really could occur and some people believe that it will eventually happen. So this is why I decided to watch this movie. Sounds quite interesting, right? And let me just shout out my daughter because she did suggest that I watch this movie. Now, the movie follows a black family, Greg and Helen Taylor, and their three children who live in a beautiful home out in the country, far away from the city. The location is so rural that they have not seen nor can they locate the entrance into their messy next door neighbor's property. Now, by the way, they have a huge plot of land. I'm talking about the neighbors and they have put up an electrical fence that's next to the property that this couple owns and it borders the Taylor's property. And this electric fence shocked the husband and the son as they were trying to retrieve one of their chickens that flew over the fence onto the neighbor's property. He made an effort to try to find the property owners, but he could not distinguish the front from the back of how to enter. And if you live in a rural community, you understand that issue completely. Now the movie opens up with Helen. Helen is a obstetrician and she's shopping in this little store. Now, she's shopping in this store and she meets a Caucasian pregnant woman by the name of Amber. She is completely hysterical because she cannot get the prescriptions that she needs. Helen takes it upon herself to come and assist Amber in purchasing the medicine and informs her that she can contact her if she needs any further assistance. Now, what she doesn't know is that Amber is her next door neighbor. Now, while Helen is shopping, the news is being played behind her on the television in the store showing all of the unrest, all of the chaos and the breakdown of social order in the society here. Now, as a result of the U.S. economy collapse, banks and financial institutions, this is why people are upset and there is a food shortage. As a result, they are angry, outraged, and they are out looting, robbing, and stealing. It is complete chaos. Now, that's scary. <laughs> In the midst of all of this, Helen, who is the mother, a wife in this movie, seemed to be a bit nonchalant as to what was taking the place of taking place around her. She was looking, she was observing, but the way she was shopping to me, I would think she would have been trying to get more supplies. Now another example is she and her sister were having a casual visit where they were chatting and drinking wine outside of her in her front yard about her and speaking about her husband, about him having cheated on her and she was upset about that. But they were not 
seeming to be interested in preparing and making sure that they were um, secure and securing their food and getting or making weapons <laughs> to protect their family. That just seemed a bit odd to me straight off, given the situation at hand. Then her sister decides it's time for her to leave and go back to her apartment in the city. But when she gets up to leave, she drops her cell phone. She simply gets in her car and leaves. And she did not give it a second thought, nor did she turn around to see if anyone had seen it or if she dropped it or anything. She simply went home. And I was thinking right there, that's just not believable. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm saying that because today people hold these cell phones for dear life. Now you can get up and leave, but you'll feel, have this feeling most of us, we've become so dependent on technology that some of us use it like an appendage to our bodies. And most people would have certainly turned around to find where they left that cell phone. Even if you went down the street a little bit, it seems like she would have turned around to go check to see if she left it there, especially since most music, personal info, and GPS is on it. So I just did not find that part very believable. And of course, that's me. But they were seemingly ignoring what was going on around them, and I found that to be odd. <laughs> there are some, as my mom say out here though, that don't believe grits is grocery until it affects them or impacts them personally. And this may have been the writer's intent. Again, I don't know. But either way, the next day, Helen asked her husband Greg to go by and check on her sister Brooke because she tried calling her all night and she did get not one response from her. And she said that just was not like Brooke not to answer her phone. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. If you don't want to know this, you might want to cut this part out. Greg goes to the city to check on Brooke. He could not help but notice the madness around him. Like I said, it was the robbing, the killing, the stealing, right out in the open, pure mayhem. So he knocks on the door and he finds Brooke in her apartment and he tells her, he convinces her to get her things and come, let's go. Come to the country with us. Then, I mean, he asks her to hurry. Brooke goes back upstairs to load up her things to get in the car, but then she realizes she still can't find her cell phone. And she goes back upstairs once again for a look. She's even searching in her car while these hootens are coming down her block, bursting out car windows and stealing. Greg has seen this, and he's looking at these people, these plunderers coming, and he tells Brooke, they need to go. He gets into his car while she's supposed to be getting in her car to come out the garage to go. And what happens is she opens up her garage door and these guys that were coming down, pondering things, plundering things, they come down and they go into her garage and demand that she gives them the car and they're robbing her. So, so they're robbing her and she she's afraid she doesn't want to give it up but greg sees what is happening he runs back to the garage to try to help brooke and the worst thing possible happens brooke gets in her car and she tries to pull off 
but this guy pulls out a gun and shoots her in her head. That was so sad and disappointing. But Greg then runs back to his car. He speeds off to his family because they were shooting at him too. So that was a spoiler. Spoiler over. <laughs> he tells his wife who faints when she learns what has just happened. But the, in spite of that, they go there and the next thing they're getting ready for bed. And this is the part that got me. There were no real emotions there. Just marital turmoil. And here is why I have to give this film a three out of five stars. It had me full of anticipation, of course, but it seems like I said they were not, they were nonchalant as to what was happening around them. Cause if I had just experienced that, it would have made me think of the possibilities of what could happen in my own home. However, his nor her response made absolutely any sense to me. But I can't rule out that this may have been what the writer's intent was. Now, I'm putting myself in his place and I just saw the most disturbing thing that resulted in the death of my own sister-in-law and yet I go back home to my family and I never think to try to prepare, prevent that from happening in my own home. I never locked down the place. I didn't board up the windows or the doors, nor did I think to stock up on any kind of weapons or anything to secure my family. I just found that a bit unbelievable. The characters still seemed a bit too calm for me as to what was happening around them. But of course, many of us are like that today. Now the following day, an armed, armed Caucasian teenage boy comes to their home demanding that Helen, again who is the mother, comes with him. He turns out to be the neighbor's son and that is when um, she discovers that Amber is the woman that she met at the store the day before. And she is in excruciating pain and she is having pain and problems with her pregnancy and she desperately needs her help. So she is led into this underground bunker. The guy tried to get her and her husband to cover up their face but they refused to do it. Now she meets Amber's husband whose name is Winter. And Winter has stored up tons of food. He has supplies, he has everything they need, but it is built in an underground house. He's had a house of sorts, it's a bunker. Everything they need to survive, including a huge cache of weapons. It is amazing what he had. <laughs> he was prepared. But Helen is able to assist Amber. They return home and later that night, they are sleeping in their beds upstairs. They didn't cover any windows or anything. So looters break into their home and the noise and destruction awakes Greg from his sleep. He looks down, he get up, he sneaks downstairs to see several people in their home, several white guys and they're pillaging, destroying and stealing all of their food and supplies. The father immediately starts to wake up everybody in the house and he sneaks the family downstairs and they all run out the door into the woods. <laughs> they later go back home to find that it is in shambles and they have no food whatsoever. They are desperate. 
So they return back to their neighbors that are in the bunker. And they ask them. They're begging them because they're desperate for a place to sleep and food to eat. Now the father, Winter, is none too happy to see them and doesn't want them there. And he didn't hesitate to let them know. And only reluctantly lets them in because he's very pregnant wife may need Helen's help with her birth at some point. So that is the only reason that he allowed them to come in. But it turns out that Winter wanted Helen for more than just her assistance with birthing. He wanted her literally. And he did not want her male family members in his bunker. And this creates a whirlwind of tension, and they soon learned of his mental philosophy, which is survival of the fittest. There were some real mano el mano moments in here. After Winter ends up kicking out the black husband and their black son, leaving them no choice, they had to fight in order to save themselves. They came to the conclusion, I think Greg knew at that point, he needed to man up in order to get his family back. There is no doubt it felt as if there was something left out of this movie. And I have to admit, I did not like that the black father was so reluctant to fight or protect his family. But the concept was indeed a interesting one. And there is definitely a message in this movie to the wise. The ending had me saying, that's it? The ending just wasn't sufficient for me it just did not give me real closure <laughs> now american refugee is rated tvma mature audiences only and if you would like to check out american refugee you certainly can do so because it is now streaming on prime video epics and paramount once you have watched it, leave me a comment on your thoughts on the movie and let me know how you would rate it on a scale of 1 to 5. This has been Dina Movie Reviews. Like, share, and comment. And if you have not already, be sure to subscribe, like, and share. And remember to check out my other channel, Discussions with Dina, where I discuss current topics, events, and concerns to me and you. Check it out on YouTube. And you can listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcasts. So join me for my next movie review and recommendation. And remember, it's my view. Now, what you watching?